0: Welcome to the third and the last in the series on the art and science of exiting your business. Today, I'm thrilled to have a returning guest to the show who is going to share her experiences, the good, the bad, and maybe there's a little ugly in there too. And for those of you who are listening and you're going to hear, you know, a funny voice, that's me, Because at the time of this recording, I'm recovering from a horrible flu, so my voice is a little off, and it's not the production team's fault. They've done the best they can. So thanks for listening. Welcome to the Work Less Profit More business podcast for business leaders who are exhausted, working long, hard hours, and can't seem to get ahead. Hi, I'm Diana Lidstone, business strategist known for my straight talk, no BS, and the simple, small business strategies and mindset shifts that bring my clients more joy, profit, and freedom so if you happen to be a lawyer financial advisor real estate investor accountant or other business owner who feels trapped in the day-to-day running of your business then welcome aboard each week I'll share insights on how to become the true leader of your business the CEO well my friends it's an unprecedented time again as the baby boomers are preparing to exit their businesses like everything else baby boomers have done They've changed history and created huge shifts in the marketplace. Everything from Gerber baby food to income families and now retirement. In my world alone, my younger sister has sold her business this year. And I think for her, it was so long and drawn out and much more costly in terms of lawyer's fees, accountant's fees than she ever imagined. So I think You know, having our special guest here today, maybe she can help others benefit from her experiences. So today I'm pleased to welcome once again to the show, Anthea Mumby, who is going to share her experiences and how you can benefit. Take it away, Anthea to be back with
1: you here today and have this conversation. And yeah, I think it's a really timely one. Depending on who you speak to, there is definitely a rising tide of business owners who do plan to sell their businesses within the next 10 years. And so I think it's an important conversation to have. And I'm hoping that some of my story and you know my lessons and the successes as well as things that kind of came up that I wasn't really fully prepared for will bring value to your listenership in having this conversation today. So thanks again for the opportunity to be back on the show and chat with you today.
0: Thanks so much. So tell us a little bit about how you came into the business that you actually sold.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay. So we're going back in time to growing up. It was a family business. I grew up in a family business. I started working for my parents when I was in my teens. Um, It was an insurance brokerage that they had. It was actually in the basement of our home. And I got involved with that business and started with the basic clerical stuff when I was in my early teens got my professional designations as time went on. You know, the insurance broker licensing, it was first year university, I did that concurrently with the university. And then yeah, I just continued to grow that business, mostly working day to day with my father. But you know, my mom also provided a lot of the infrastructure, if you will, in terms of the ops piece in that business, because she was doing a lot of the behind the scenes side of things. And sometimes I say, like, you know, I didn't necessarily give a mom as much of the glory as she really deserved back in it was 1975 because here she was every day making sure that you know my dad was you know ready to go with the day and taking care of you know food and three young kids and everything else so shout out to mom today for how she contributed so over time what happened was my husband joined the practice he came in as the succession plan for the life and group benefit side of the business this was around Well, it was a year before our daughter was born, so she's 27 now, so that was 26 years ago. And over time, so we became the succession plan, bought the business from my parents. That was a whole story for another day in terms of what that experience was like, because you know, buying a business from your parents can also have some interesting ups and downs and challenges along the way and some really valuable life lessons. But eventually, over time, my husband and I worked together in that business approximately approximately I think it was 17 years and then decided that you know in 2019 was when we made the decision that we were going to move on to you know selling most of that business not all of that business but most of it and in terms of why, you know, if you know, you think about like in our case, why was that? It was really that the succession plan, our daughter was not going to be the succession plan because she had her own career. She was moving into the medical field and we really felt like we had taken that business as far as we could at that point in time in terms of, you know, the resources that we had, the skills, you know, we had survived some pretty significant disruptions in the business and been able to restabilize after those disruptions and and get the business back on track. But it was time also for a lot of soul searching and really looking at what is that future? What is that bigger future that we want to create in our lives? And yeah, so coming to that decision it did take a lot of time, reflection, you know, sitting, we're lucky to be living, we have a property, you know, close to a lake. So sitting by the lake in the summer of 2019, and really just doing a lot of, you know, introspection and thinking about the vision and the future and what it looked like. And so that's why, in ter- which I don't think I really shared a lot of this with anyone previously, but I thought... preparing for this today, I thought maybe it's time to kind of share a little bit more in terms of the why piece and the story for myself and for my partner as well. So, you know, it was certainly a process. I won't get into like all of the nuts and bolts and all of that because it was about a year and a quarter from when kind of the decision was made to actually closing the deal. But I would certainly say it's as much about the personal reflection and personal preparation, I would balance that almost equally with having a great team of advisors around you. Because when you think about it, it's certainly in my case, this business was like the baby. You know, had my daughter, of course, you know, she's number one and always will be. But it was a business that, you know, was the baby that I had come into at a young age And so it was definitely that whole process of the reflection part, as well as having hiring the team, the right professional team. And yes, your comment about your sister and, you know, the fees that she paid, I resonate with that. You know, it's (laughs) good help doesn't come inexpensively. But I think, you know, it all works together in tandem, like having that team and also that personal piece of looking at, you know, reflecting and saying like, this is the baby or this is a baby and, you know, managing through that period, that process effectively.
0: So I'm curious, you know, when you made the decision to sell, did you, you know, list the business with a broker? Did you, you know, just put your feelers out there in your industry because you were well known? Kind of, you know, can you share a little bit of that? It's kind of funny because the consultant that we
1: retained for this transaction, if you want to call it a transaction, was actually the same advisor that we had used when I bought the business from my
0: parents. And is this, when you say advisor?
1: Accountant, yes. So, you know, a specialist in the insurance industry who really knows the industry really well, knows, you know, who to speak to, you know, who would be the best options for us to consider. In terms of the purchaser, you know, there's different ways to approach this and I'm sure it varies depending on the business. But in our case, we really relied on our advisor, our accountant of helping us co-create a short list and then from there be able to make the best decisions
0: mm-hmm. that we make. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Do
0: you think that when you sold that the core values, were you looking for certain core values in the buyer?
1: yes. In the sense that, so if I go back to the core value of around being able to service clients and take care of clients effectively and having the infrastructure that would allow the buyer to do that, then You know, definitely that was something definitely front and center of our minds is are they going to be able to execute with, you know, a larger team than we had and more resources and different relationships with different insurance companies with that core value around the
0: client piece still exist? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you go to sell your business, there is something and maybe some business owners haven't quite figured out what it is till they go to sell, all of a sudden they go, no, that person's not the right fit. And that's because, you know, the core values aren't matching.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I would say definitely it's important to, you know, be clear about those values and then ask questions around them and, you know, specific examples of How are those values actually being executed? How are they showing up in that business operation to help you feel good about the decision to carry forward with that deal or not as the case may be?
0: Mm -hmm. Were there things that went really smoothly and you went, yes, we've rocked that out of the park? (sighs)
1: Well, I always say that the technology piece, we had the same technology, the same computer system, you know, and it's called the brokerage management system in insurance language. So, as much as I had begrudged earlier the investment that we made in that particular system, you know, previous which we had done, I can't remember what it was, probably I think 2017, when it came time to sell, <laughs> that was definitely a big okay, you know, they're using the same system. It'll make things much easier. So,
0: yeah. So keeping your business current, if I can use that word, is quite important.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If that means investing in the technology that will, you know, keep your business current and attractive to a purchaser, then I would say, yeah, definitely that's something to consider as you're preparing.
0: Yeah. Were there any challenges, for instance, with employees?
1: For the most part, no. So as we went through the process and we kind of looked at, okay, you know, what is our wish list, Mm -hmm. right? What's important, you know, and for every business owner, it's going to be different, but you can look at things like, you know, what is the price? What's the future for your employees? You know, what does this look like in terms of future client experience? What are the terms and conditions? Is your business name still going to be used in future? Like you know, and there's others as well, but we knew, so we had ranked our employees up there and it was a topic of discussion fairly, you know, early in our negotiations. And we felt quite confident that the employees would be taken on by the the new business and that they would receive if you look at things like their recognition for their longevity with our business I forget the exact term for it but it's basically that they would be credited with you know that in terms of their overall situation employment situation with the purchaser you know the answer to that was yes and of course you know I was kind of working with them and like looking at things like compensation structure and you know Really making sure to the best of my ability that the employees would be in as good of a situation, if not better, in that transition.
0: Yeah. And were there any of your employees that kind of put their back up against the sale or? no?
1: Once we had those, you know, the discussion advising them took place fairly close to the finish line. So, you know, we had our own business reasons as to why, you know, it needed to happen at that point. So we were fairly close to completion. But no, you know, and again, I was part of that discussion as well that, you know, it was me and the purchaser and sort of being there and sort of, you know, answering any questions and being available as a resource for them so that they felt pretty comfortable and yeah, they did. I mean, of course, there was a bit of like, oh, my goodness, like what? You know, shock. But, you know, going through the process and having the discussions and keeping the door open to be there. And and I was also there. I was retained as a consultant for a couple of years after the close as well. So that was uh, going to
0: be my next question. Did you stay on yeah. as employee or something? And so you just answered that as a consultant.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I was retained as, you know, a senior consultant in the organization to help with that transition period and help maintain key relationships, be there as a resource, share some of, you know, the marketing strategies, help with, you know, some of knowing who key clients were, that type of thing that would help make that transition effective for the purchaser.
0: So not only was there the negotiation for the sale But there's the negotiation for you as the consultant, or in my sister's case, it's an employee. So there's a Mm -hmm. lot of negotiations going on.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, and that kind of comes back to like, you know, what is your vision? Like, do you want to be because some owners will say no, check, done, I'm out, like, see you later. Right. And another business owner, like your sister, right. Saying I'm prepared to stay on and this is what it looks like. And, you know, being able to negotiate that effectively.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And I think in different industries, there's probably different standards and there's different expectations and all that sort of thing. But I think that business owners have to realize that Yeah, if you want to close the deal, sometimes that last piece of whether you're a consultant or employee can be a negotiation tool and it can just be the last little bit of frosting on the cake kind of thing. Any last words of wisdom or suggestions or anything else you'd like to share, Anthea?
1: Yeah, well, certainly in my case, like the support, you know, I did have, in addition to, you know, the legal team, I also had my business coach who was there to kind of help me, you know, go through those ups and downs, you know, ride those waves of like, Okay, I got to have this call today and I'm not really comfortable or, you know, oh, this has happened now and I'm not sure or, oh, this is really looking good and feeling great about it. Like having that person on your team that you've got as another support mechanism that they're there to help you. You know, again, maybe more with the emotional side of things, and looking into this this future and feeling like, okay, I'm gonna get through this. And they're objective, and they're there to, you know, hold your hand through it. At the end of the day, it's your business. You know, nobody's gonna get it as much as we do when it is our own business or what our experience is like. But yeah, having that support, I would say, probably in my case, I would value that as much as the legal and the accounting side of things. Cause again, it was so embedded in my identity going back to sure. you know, my early teens. So
0: I say that with my sister as well, you know, for 30 odd years, this was her baby that she started from the ground up, built it. And, you know, I think that was partly the role that my husband played and he had such great patience and, fortitude with all of them because it's all these personalities that come together. Some are very, you know, when you're selling and it's your business and they don't value what you value, then emotions can run high. And, Oh yeah. And how awesome was it that your husband
1: was able to be that resource for your sister during that time? So, yeah. yeah.
0: Good. Well, this has been a great conversation. I thank you once again for, you know, sharing your experiences here on the podcast I think it's something that more and more business owners are gonna face in the coming years, or they're gonna hear about other business owners who are getting ready to exit one way or the other, whether it's a sale, whether it's, you know, they close their business, it depends on what it is. So again, thanks so much for sharing your experiences. And you know, I'm excited to hear, Anthea just told me this morning that she's going on a trip to Ecuador and I can't wait to hear when she comes back what that's like all right good thanks so much thanks for listening to the work less profit more business podcast where weekly you'll get business strategies to help you build a well-oiled business machine that gets you out of the day-to-day running of your business and until next week remember you can do this bye for now